This is Brand and New from the International Trademark Association. This podcast series explores changes and dynamics in the legal world, now and tomorrow, with a focus on intellectual property. Welcome to Brand and New. I am Audrey Dove. The fundamental goals of the IP system as designed for the industrial era about 100 years ago have always been to foster creativity and innovation by granting monopoly rights, providing a sustainable economic basis for it. Intellectual property rights have always been challenged by new technologies, new market trends, but the pace and depth of these challenges have increased over the last decade or so. In particular, groundbreaking technologies such as artificial intelligence, Internet of Things, or even life science innovations have a disruptive impact on traditional IP legal concepts and systems. For instance, how to create property rights in an algorithm that is constantly changing. Our guest today will share his views on the future of the IP legal system and its governance at a time when numbers of patents and trademarks registrations show there is a rising demand for IP rights globally, confirming, if needed, our global shift towards an economy of knowledge with entirely new business lines thriving without almost any tangible assets. Think software and algorithms, operating systems or social media. Ivo Cagliuffi is a Peruvian lawyer with more than 20 years of experience in both the public and private sectors, in intellectual property, competition and consumer law. And after years spent as an attorney in law firms, he was appointed in 2016 by the Peruvian government as chairman of the board of directors of the national agency in charge of intellectual property, competition and consumer protection, called Indecopy. Indecopy is a public agency operating alongside the office of the Peruvian prime minister that promotes IP protections and strong economic growth. Ivo is also one of the six candidates for the position of the World Intellectual Property Organization's Director General, who will be nominated in March 2020. Thank you very much, Ivo, for joining us today. Thank you, Audrey, for the interview. It's a pleasure. Ivo, within the last three years, as Indicopi's chairman, what have been your main priorities and challenges, and how did you manage them? Um, the three main priorities were, in first place, human resources, the second place, efficiency, and the third place, digitalization. Related with human resources, I put a lot of efforts in order to focus the leadership of the agency of Peru to lead all our team to be inspired and to be very focused in what to do related with the developments of the IP rights in Peru. So I have a lot of meeting with all the teams and I try to, to listen what they were looking from the agency, which are their, their principal or main concerns, and also which are their principal goals. Mm -hmm. With that information, I tried in first place to inspire the team and in second place to establish or design the new vision of the institution. That was the first achievement. The, the second one was efficiency. And it means mainly the use of our budget, of our economic resources, uh, using technology in order to be more efficient, to be faster in our procedures, to be more simpler in our procedures, 
in and all the time thinking always in our users, in our citizenship. And the mm -hmm. third main challenge was digitalization. Once I assumed the position of chairman and in the copy, uh, I decided with the board of directors to launch the project Digital in the Copy. It, it is a very interesting project that, that aims the possibility to uh, obtain the 100% digital transformation of all the entity. It means that all our procedures, all our services should be digital in the next two years. It's a very uh, ambitious uh, project, but we are working very well on it. I think we are in the 60 or 70% in advance. Thank you. And talking about uh, digital transformation, we know that it's a key topic today. What should come next in your view, I think, about artificial intelligence at the level of IP offices? IP offices uh, should uh, use artificial intelligence and other disruptive technologies, as blockchains, for instance, in order to design or to elaborate new digital products for their users. For instance, in the copy, we have used uh, new technologies to uh, launch new digital products. Uh, the first one is our digital platform. The name is the Electronic Gazette, and we use it to publish all the submission of brands, patents, and uh, industrial designs freely to our people. With that new technology, we use only the half time to the procedures and only the half cost to give the, the, the service to our people. But on the other hand, now we are working in two new uh, products using artificial intelligence. The first one is with the WIPO. WIPO uh, mm -hmm. has the uh, ATAC program, the attack program. Uh, and the attack program is like a lab. They are developing some new digital products using AI. And in the copies involved in the first pilot uh, for the figurative searcher of brands. And this searcher will use artificial intelligence. And we are involved in this new project. And the second one is a project that we are driving with the uh, Korean cooperation. And it's a machine learning in order to identify which solicitudes or submissions that in the copy will be in the next future cases, uh, I mean contingencies. So with that artificial intelligence, we're going to determine how much budget are we going to use in the near future to attend these new solicitudes that are going to be uh, conflicted ones. What is your vision for IP offices in the short and long run? How can they be more user-centered, uh, meaning more focused on the right orders, needs and concerns, and more proactive to support them in addressing their day-to-day -day challenges in relation to their IP portfolios? Uh, totally. I, I think IP agencies worldwide has two big challenges. The first one is to, to use all the new technologies to attend the, the users. The, the using of technology already is a key factor for any IP agency and any, and any public entity or private entity. We need the technology to be more faster, to be more efficient, to be cheaper in all the services that we gave to our people. So the IP agencies that is not going to use the new technologies are going to have a lot of troubles, not only before they are citizens, but also with the other IP agencies to be connected with them. 
you need to use the new technologies to be connected and to cooperate with your peers worldwide. That's the first challenge. And the second one is that all the IP agencies should be more focused on the SMEs and the individuals. Because uh, the main of the, or the majority of the IP agencies worldwide, we are attending the medium and the big enterprises. But our challenge is to involve in the IP system all the SMEs, I mean the small and medium enterprises, and especially the individual, the, the people, uh, because they are not using the IP system as they should use. Um, for instance, in Peru, uh, two years ago, we launched the uh, Collective Brands program in order to identify how many associations of producers could have a collective brand in order to be more competitive and go to new markets in Peru and in foreign markets. In just in the, the only in the just uh, two uh, last years, Audrey, we have identified and launched uh, more than four thousand collective brands just in Peru. And oh. the lesson that we had uh, was that the AP agencies has to go to the field. We we will not do, do uh, more time in our offices waiting for the people to come to know what is an IP right. We must go to the people, to the field, to explain to them the importance of the IP rights. And once the people understand that the IP rights they gave to them benefits, economic benefits, are a better life, they're going to understand it better and they're going to use their own IP rights, and they're going to respect the third party's IP right. So, Ivo, you began your career as an attorney in various law firms over 20 years ago, and you have represented Peru in international forums such as WIPO, OECD, and many others. Is there any IP gap between Latin American countries and the rest of the world in terms of effective protection for IP right holders? In my perception, the IP agencies, especially in the developing countries, we have a very important gap related with uh, the informality that produces piracy. The big challenge of the IP agencies of the developing countries will be to fight against piracy in a stronger way. But I think that the WIPO have a key role in this anti-piracy fight. Why? Because um, the WIPO in the last year has done an excellent job related with registration of IP rights. You can see PCT, you can see Madrid, La Hague. But uh, there's a, a homework pending related with the possibility to fight the piracy. WIPO should uh, elaborate a program uh, or a protocol to help through the international cooperation to the developing countries in order to have a very uh, landed plan to attack the piracy. But I mean not only the physical piracy, but also the digital piracy that is very important and in this moment causes more damages than the physical one. There's another point that this program of anti-piracy program should take in consideration or involve not only the IP agencies of the developing countries, but also the customs, the police departments, the public prosecutors and the judiciary, because they are the ecosystem of the anti-piracy combat. INTA is a global association representing more than 30,000 brand owners and professionals, 
dedicated to supporting trademarks and related intellectual property to foster consumer trust, economic growth, and innovation. March 4th and 5th this year will be important days for the intellectual property <laughs> field. Yes. So as extraordinary <laughs> sessions will be held in the WIPO in order to nominate its director general for the next six years. As the official candidate of Peru for this position, among a total of six candidates, what is your vision for WIPO and what are the key issues you would like to address regarding IP rights in general and trademarks in particular? I have five main proposals in my working plan to WIPO. The, the first one, I call it digitalization, but I mean two topics. The first one is that the WIPO should uh, deepen the use of the uh, new technologies, especially the disruptive technologies like uh, artificial intelligence and blockchain systems, in order to improve all the services that WIPO uh, give to the state members, to be more efficient, to be faster, and to reduce the costs. And the other topic related with digitalization is the new challenges that we are facing related with the uh, artificial intelligence. Because recently we have known about the case of the robot named Davos that has asked to be the ownership of two new patents that uh, it created by itself. And WIPO has called for a conference on December 19th in order to discuss through the state members that this new challenge uh, related with the possibility that robots could be the ownerships of patents or if only human people could be owner of patents in the IP system. So mm -hmm. these are the two main topics of digitalization. The second proposal in my working plan is what we call globalization of IP rights. Uh, it, it means that WIPO should do a very important job related with uh, registration of IP rights but very focused on patent, brands, and industrial designs. And I personally think that WIPO should strengthen the efforts in order to foster another IP uh, right, specifically appellation of origin, uh, collective brands, in geographical indication, genetic researches, cultural expressions, because that kind of IP figures are more, are closer, I mean, to, with the developing countries. But on the other hand, that globalization means also that the IP system currently uh, are, are very well used by the uh, big firms and the medium firms. But the SMEs and individual people are still pending to use the, the IP system. And I think that WIPO should foster technical cooperation, specifically to the developing countries, in order to give to them the possibility to involve the SMEs and the individual people in the IP system. Because it's, there's a very important data. The SMEs are in the developing countries and worldwide more than 90 or 95% of the economy of the country. They sure, give all yes. the jobs, they, they give the, the, the more of the economy to run. The, the third main proposal, Audrey, is anti-piracy program. I personally think as I told you before, that WIPO should create a protocol or a program through the technical cooperation, especially to the developing countries, in order to have a very clear program to fight piracy. Mm -hmm. And the fourth main proposal uh, is the gender parity proposal. 
because I think that WIPO should do two jobs, inside WIPO and outside WIPO. Inside WIPO, WIPO should depend on the working group that is looking to give more power to the women. And WIPO should have more women empowered in the high levels of WIPO. But on the other hand, WIPO should also do a new job outside WIPO because WIPO should teach to all the community that the women are increasing the participation in the economy through the using of the IP rights. For instance, in Peru, the last year, we published a collection of three digital books. We call it Peruvian Women and the IP System, one to for brands, the second to patents, and the third one to copyright. And the conclusions or outcomes are very interesting because we could see in our results that Peruvian women are increasing the participation in all the topics. And in the second place, the Peruvian women are registering more patents. And the explanation of that is that in the recent 10 years, more women are involved in the STEM careers, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. That explanation could give us the final report that the women are more involved in patent teams because they are now studying that kind of careers. I think that WIPO could use the same kind of tools in order to teach to all the people, to all the community, about that so important or quite important topic as gender parity. There's an important uh, point also, Audrey. Uh, related with the developing goals of the United Nations, WIPO is very focused on number nine, innovation. But number mm -hmm. five is gender parity. So WIPO could also work in gender parity inside the United Nations system. And the fifth uh, proposal is the Green Inventions proposal, new technologies friendly with the environment. And I have a, a, an example from Peru. The last year, we called the first uh, Green Invention or Green Patent Contest in Peru. And the winner was a very young boy, 29 years old, from the Highlands. He created a very interesting invention. It was a pot with a plant. And inside the pot, there was soil. And inside the soil, there were five different kinds of bacteria that with the, the combination of the bacteria, they feed from the waste of the plant and they produce electricity. So with that pot, you could give electricity or, or, or light to a, a family in the highlands through a whole night. Mm -hmm. And that's the kind of invention that WIPO should show to the world because these are, this is a future for us. While the IP system is, for better or worse, evolving, do you believe its administration and governance is, or should, evolve accordingly? That's a very interesting question. I think that uh, WIPO has, the IP system in general, has a very big challenge related with the new technologies. Because new technologies are like the new oil, this is a new petroleum of the world. I think that WIPO should have a very, very clear system to not only to register the, the patents of new technologies, but at the same time to protect the security of some patents. Because as you know, some patents are related with security, with defense, and with some kind of topics that could impact not only the IP system, but also in the politics around the world. So WIPO has a big responsibility in this new era. WIPO should be very aware about the new position of the IP system 
in not only in the technical level, but also in the geopolitics level. I have, Ivo, a few rapid-fire questions now. What is the best piece of advice you wish somebody had told you at the outset of your career? <laughs> you have to pick your battles in your life. The last book you read? <laughs> well, two. Uh, the first one, yesterday I've, I've read a book named Happiness. It's a collection of papers from the Harvard Business Review. Very interesting about the, the emotional intelligence inside the human resources. And currently I'm reading the Museum of the Innocence of the Turkish writer Orhan Pamuk. What is the tech innovation you believe to be the most disruptive from a legal standpoint? Totally artificial intelligence. This is recreating all the world as we already know it. At the same time, related with registering topics, I think blockchain will be the best technology to have a secure procedure for patents and brands worldwide. Could you name a word that would summarize the last decade as we start a new one and the one you expect for the decade that is just beginning? <laughs> well, for the last 10 years, I think resilience. And for okay. the next, I think challenge. Resilience because in the last 10 years, there, there, I have a, a, a lot of hard work related in the private sector and the public sector. A lot of goals, but, but a lot of, of challenges that I have to go further. And, and I think it's very important to have difficulties on, on hard homework because the resilience is one of the best gifts that you could have to continue or to keep to uh, aim your goals. And the other word, challenge, because in the eventuality that I could be the DG of the WIPO, it maybe will be the biggest challenge in my life, because I'm not going to be a private lawyer to serve a client, I'm not going to be a public server to serve only a country, but I'm, maybe I'm going to be an international public server, and I will have to serve all the world, all the state members, and it will be the big challenge of my life. Thank you very much, Ivo. Aubrey, thank you very much. My guest today was Ivo Gagliuffi, Chairman of the Board of Directors of the National Agency in Charge of IP Competition and Consumer Protection in Peru, Indecopy, and candidate for the position of WIPO's Director General to be nominated in 4th and 5th of March. Thank you for listening to Brand and New. Brought to you by the International Trademark Association. Be sure to tune in every two weeks on Tuesday for new episodes. If you like today's podcast, please subscribe and share it. We are always looking for new people to discover brand and new. And to learn more about INTA, its resources and events, please visit www.inta.org.